I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Discovery. Time flies when you're learning super cool stuff. I'm Nate. And I'm Callie. If you're dropping in for the first time, welcome to Curiosity, where we aim to blow your mind by helping you to grow your mind. If you're a loyal listener, welcome back. Today, you'll learn about how hypnotherapy could be a tool to fight pain after surgery, a discovery that could lead to less mosquito-borne diseases, and how you might have worms to thank for your fall feast. Without further ado, let's satisfy some curiosity. By some counts, there are hundreds of thousands of cardiac surgeries performed in the United States every year, and with those surgeries comes a huge range of problems. As if just needing to have cardiac surgery isn't enough all on its own, right? (laughs) Pretty much. And just having that stress in your life can be debilitating in and of itself. But research has found that the stress and anxiety caused by this impending procedure carries over to the post-procedure. Not only that, but after any surgery, there's also pain. Uh, Of course. And the pain can be yet another source of anxiety. All of that taken together means that people who have undergone cardiac surgery are more likely to experience stress, anxiety, and depression. Well, maybe it goes without saying, but the last thing a cardiac patient needs is stress, anxiety, and depression. Exactly. It's one reason that patients who have undergone cardiac surgery are in danger of further cardiac events. And to make matters worse, these conditions are often treated with opioids, which can lead to crippling dependency. Mm, Geez, it seems like maybe the solution is worse than the problem in this case. Yeah, the thing is, if you need to have cardiac surgery, well, I mean, you just need to have it. But researchers have been looking for ways to eliminate some of these extra challenges. The stress, the pain, and the opioids. And one study suggests they might have an answer. And that answer is hypnotherapy. Ooh, amazing. We've talked about meditation in the past. Hypnosis kind of feels like an extension of that. I mean, pretty much. There are a lot of differences between meditation and hypnosis, but often the goal is the same. Quiet the mind and redirect our thoughts away from the trauma or the pain. Okay, so it's different from meditation. And I know that hypnosis is more than just some magician on a stage dangling a watch in front of an audience member, convincing them they're a chicken, right? It is (laughs) more than that, right? See, there's a huge misconception about what hypnosis really is. Usually, people who undergo hypnotherapy actually remain conscious the whole time and remember everything that happens. So both hypnosis and meditation are practices that involve focused attention and relaxation. They both center around deep concentration, and they both help get rid of stress and have been shown to help with mental health. But hypnosis is active. You have someone guiding you through a series of suggestions and imagery journeys. I see. That makes sense. Meditation is more of a passive thing where you try to sort of detach from your thoughts, right? Um, Another way to think about it is that meditation is used to build up awareness and presence, while hypnosis is used to change something about our subconscious. And that's where this new study comes into play. Researchers looked at a ton of existing data from previous studies to find links between hypnosis and patients who have undergone cardiac procedures. I assume they looked at cardiac patients because of all the knock-on negative effects of cardiac surgery. 
Just like I mentioned, cardiac surgery is a complicated emotional journey. From their analysis, they found that many patients who received hypnotherapy prior to surgery had significant benefits when it came to reducing and managing pain, anxiety, and depression. And to their surprise, the benefits kept on going even after surgery. Okay, that seems like it could have huge implications. It absolutely could. By inducing a hypnotic state, patients were able to shift their focus away from pain and anxiety, which could reduce dependence on pain relief drugs like opioids and even help them see better long-term outcomes. Feels like maybe everyone should start having a hypnotist on staff, right? Like, how about a little hypnosis before seeing the dentist? (laughs) I pretty much agree with that. But this study is the first of what will be many more. If they can confirm these results, then the real work of dispelling myths around hypnosis and developing standard treatments using those techniques will begin. If we're being honest, I don't think I would mind being convinced I'm a chicken if it means less pain. Yeah, if you go that route, just let me know so I can film it. Fair. Researchers at the Johns Hopkins Malaria Research Institute have made a huge discovery about the 80s aegypti that could eventually cause diseases like dengue, yellow fever, Zika, and others to disappear. Ah, yes, the dreaded 80s aegypti. What the heck is that? (sighs) Callie, do you not remember episode 11 that we did? (laughs) You mean like 240 episodes ago? Yeah, like 240 episodes ago, we did an episode about this. It's a mosquito. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, I hate mosquitoes. <laughs> yeah, me too. Not only <laughs> do they spread those diseases that I mentioned, the, the yellow fever, the dengue, and Zika, but they're also just super annoying. <laughs> but the buzzing and the stinging and the itching business, that's actually nothing compared to the impact of the queen mother of all mosquito-borne diseases, Malaria. By some estimates, throughout the course of human history, malaria has killed some 50 to 60 billion people. That is half of all the people who have ever lived. Wait, there's no freaking way. Okay, so that's really like a high-end estimate of like the most that maybe is killed. So a lot of researchers are skeptical about that number. But the fact remains, malaria and other mosquito-borne illnesses have been a huge problem and a real bane to our existence. Okay, so I'm hoping that this new discovery you mentioned is just like a way to kill them all, like start handing out flamethrowers. We got this. Well, here's the thing. If mosquitoes went extinct, yes, we could avoid all those diseases and all those annoyingly itchy nights around the campfire, and that part would be great, but... Don't tell me. It would be bad to kill the mosquitoes. The cascading effects of extinction, even of the most annoying creature, are completely unpredictable. Remember, the mosquito is an important food source for birds and bats and even fish. Mosquitoes go away and suddenly you have millions of starving animals up the food chain. And that could lead to more extinctions, which could lead to more further up the chain. So getting rid of them probably wouldn't be a great idea. (sighs) Fine. I guess I'll just have to settle for, I don't know, getting rid of the diseases? Yes, and so we're not there yet, but this discovery brings us quite a bit closer. Mosquito researchers have always puzzled over a particular mystery. How do these little bugs carry a disease around without actually getting sick from it themselves? Huh. Yeah, I guess I never really thought about that. Yeah, neither had I. But mosquitoes don't succumb to these viruses when they get infected, which allows them to keep passing them on to us humans. 
So the researchers identified a key protein called Argonaut 2 in mosquitoes that plays a huge role in keeping them healthy and active despite viral infections. So basically, they figured out why they don't get sick from the diseases, but how does that help them get rid of viruses like malaria? Well, that little protein is like a tiny antiviral, and the researchers found that when it was turned off, the mosquitoes got sick and died. Okay, so they could produce a mosquito that doesn't have that protein turned on and then, gross, release it into the wild. (laughs) Yes, and if it were to reproduce, it could pass that trait on. If mosquitoes died from diseases like malaria, dengue, yellow fever, or Zika, then they couldn't pass them on to us. Wait, but hang on. I thought killing mosquitoes was a bad thing. Not quite. Making them go extinct, that's a bad thing. But the vast majority of mosquitoes aren't infected with these viruses. They're just really annoying. (laughs) So engineering mosquitoes to lose their tolerance mechanisms would only affect the small portion of them that actually get infected each year. Okay, so the cascading events of extinction could actually be avoided. And that's the idea. Although they have a lot more research to do before this is something they can accomplish on a large scale. But it's just another way that curiosity can lead to world-changing discoveries. Huh, all right. Well, maybe they could discover a way to make me less delicious to the stupid little mosquitoes. Because, like, honestly, gross. (laughs) In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. We've talked a lot about biodiversity on this show. Right, especially as so much of it across the globe is at risk. We've talked about no fewer than two crazy new ways to track biodiversity in ecosystems. (laughs) Yep, there was that discovery that air quality monitors had accidentally been collecting genetic material from the air for decades and decades. And those researchers who figured out that they could swab leaves with cotton balls to find a bunch of DNA from animals that lived in the area. Ooh, I love that one. Yeah, so exactly. So a new study has turned the microscope towards a new ecosystem that is teeming with biomass. By some estimates, this is a biome that could contain as much as half of the world's total biodiversity. And truthfully, it just hasn't been studied enough. Mm, Let me guess. It's in the deepest, darkest parts of the ocean. (laughs) It is much much closer than that. One of the richest, most biodiverse spots on the earth is the ground we walk on. Ah, soil. (laughs) All right. I knew it was a lot more alive than we usually think it is, but I guess I didn't realize it was that alive. Mm -hmm. Scientists at Colorado State University wanted to go just below the surface to study a specific little wiggly creature. It's the earthworm. We know that worms have a pretty big impact on the health of our soil, but they wanted to know just how big of an impact. I've seen some amazing composting bins that are basically just boxes full of worms. You shred up your compost and toss it in and the worms do the rest. There's actually some really cool like time-lapse videos of it happening too. There is. It's it's called vermicomposting. Hmm, That does sound 
quite a bit better than a box full of worms. <laughs> I mean, I kind of like a box full of worms, but I mean, yeah, exactly. So those little guys can eat half their weight in vegetation every single day, so they can break down our food scraps faster than regular composters. Plus, the stuff they produce after eating all that garbage is super nitrogen-fixing. When you dump it into your garden, you'll have richer, healthier soil. So these researchers figured out a way to assess the actual impact of worms in crop production. The worms of the wild, I guess you'd say. You always think of animals like bees being so essential to our food production. You don't really think so much about worms. Well, this study could change that. By their analysis, they found that earthworms are likely responsible for about 6.5% of the global grain production and nearly 2.5% of our production of legumes annually. That means these guys help produce as much as 140 million metric tons of food every single year. Wow, that is astonishing. Yeah, and not only that, they could increase overall plant productivity by around 25%. This means healthier grains like rice, maize, wheat, barley, and legumes like chickpeas, soybeans, lentils. I mean, you, you get the idea. Yeah, uh, food. <laughs> so worms are just like tiny wiggly farmers. And not only do they make the soil healthier and more productive, they make it more porous. Is that a good thing? Yeah, it really is. It makes the soil less at risk from erosion and helps mitigate the effects of drought. And that's the real story here. As researchers begin to understand the enormous complexity of the life under our feet, they can start to piece together ways to make agriculture more sustainable and productive without the use of chemical fertilizers and pesticides. In fact, they found that worms are by far more productive and helpful in places where fertilizers and pesticides just aren't as readily available. Okay, well, you've convinced me this Thanksgiving. I'm going to toast the worms. Yeah, please don't invite me over for Thanksgiving dinner. Raise a glass toast, not not cooking method it toast. It still didn't sound right. All right, all right. <laughs> Let's recap what we learned today to wrap up. Researchers have found that hypnotherapy could be a game changer for patients undergoing cardiac surgery. The findings suggest hypnosis can reduce post-surgery pain, anxiety, and depression, offering a potential alternative to opioids and enhancing the patient's overall well-being. Scientists at the Johns Hopkins Malaria Research Institute have uncovered a mosquito secret. Aedes aegypti mosquitoes, carriers of diseases like dengue and Zika, don't get sick when infected with viruses. They've pinpointed a superhero protein, Argonaut 2, that keeps these mosquitoes healthy, and this discovery might lead to a strategy to make mosquitoes more susceptible to viruses, reducing their ability to transmit diseases to humans. Earthworms, often overlooked heroes of agriculture, contribute significantly to global food production, enhancing grain and legume yields by about 6.5% and 2.3% respectively, according to a groundbreaking study by Colorado State University scientists. Their hidden role, potentially accounting for up to 140 million metric tons of food annually, highlights the need for greater recognition of soil biodiversity's critical impact on sustainable farming practices worldwide. Curiosity Daily is produced by Wheelhouse DNA for Discovery. You can find our show wherever you get your podcasts, and we love if you could leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Our Discovery executive producer is Dominique Vu. Our Wheelhouse DNA executive producer is Cassie Berman. This show is hosted by Callie Gate and Nate Bonham. Our producer is Kiara Noni, and our associate producer is Kimaya Floyd. Writing is done by Sam Osterhout. Sound design, audio engineering, and editing by Nick Karasami. I'm Nate Bonham. And I'm Callie Gade. We'll see you next week.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.